Okay. All right. So everyone has a pen and paper or somewhere to write. So now let's. Today's topic is called. God willing. How many of us have used that term before? How many of us have misused it? Think they misuse it? Eh? You. How many misuse it, to be honest? Ama how many say it without knowing Ata? In a tokanga too. Okay. So, what things do we say God willing about? Sanitize plants. Uh-huh. Sanitize plants. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Another Okay, uh-huh. Oh, meeting up with someone. Meeting up with someone. Okay. Can we now go to the serious things where you abuse God willing? Okay, Kuan is serious, but can we go now to the spiritual things maybe you have said God willing? Wow. Yes? An example. Yes. An example. Okay. When you want to read or go speak to someone or encourage someone, do you say God willing? Huh? Okay, when you want to go and pray for someone, do you say on Tuesday I will go pray for someone God willing? Yeah, you've done that. You've done that? Huh? You just pray. Okay. So then, can we say there is a way, there is a way God willing is used in different ways, Ama? Yes. And mostly in a misused way. Um, I'll, I'll ask, the times you've said God willing, has it stuck to your mind? Does it ever stick? <coughs> like, do you come and actualize, you? oh yeah, this is what I had said, God willing, it's happening. Do you remember that? Yes, subconsciously. Subconsciously. Okay, how many people have used God willing this week? At Aleo. Will you say maje? God willing. <laughs> now, in real sense, as in, you don't mean that. Ama, see, it's true. Most of the time we will say, but we really don't mean it. Right? Or we don't take time and think, okay, if I say God willing, is this something God will actually, is God involved, right? So, what's a will? What does will mean? <laughs> your inheritance uh -huh. what what does the word will mean hmm? future uh-huh powerful, powerful choice so when you say when you tell someone to on a friday god willing to on a friday powerful choice okay what does a will what does will mean Will to me is like delegation. You have delegated that ability mm -hmm. to make that decision to a superior. Okay. God or mm -hmm. Okay. I'll ask another question. How many of you, what did, What time is it now? 6.51. 6.51. How many of you right now know whether you're walking in God's will up until this time? How many of us can tell they are walking in God's will up until this time? 
Yes, I want to know, eh? 50-50. Uh -huh. Yvonne? Veronica? You're, you don't know? Or you're sure you're walking in God's will? Uh -huh. Not 50, just past 50. What? 51? Okay. So, let's all agree up until now we are not 100% sure whether we are walking in God's will. Right? Right? So again, I ask, how many of you know God's will in your life up until now, this time? No, I just want to just gauge yourself. How, mm -hmm, how many are sure they know God's will over their life at, until now? You know. Yes. What percent? Okay. Uh -huh. 60? 70? 80? 100. Okay. excuse So let's all agree as we start this topic, we are not a hundred percent sure about what God's will is for us, right? And also we are not a hundred percent whether we are walking according to his will, right? Apart from the written one. We agree. So we have said that will is what? <laughs> we have agreed that will is <laughs> you've not agreed. Okay, I'll give you my definition of God's will. It's a sovereign plan of God that will happen in future. A sovereign plan of God that will happen in future. We agree up until then. Future means? Future means tomorrow. Future has no timelines. Right? Okay, so there are two, I won't say two types of wills, but I will say that God works in certain wills. So there is one that is a major, major will, it's the sovereign will of God. So maybe you'll ask, what does that mean? How many can know what our topic, what our verse in the flyer? pretty. <laughs> Okay, I'm fly. I'm going to What verse is it? Psalms? Psalms? Psalms 135, 16. Someone read for us. 16 Fly in a Yes. <laughs> Someone read for us. Psalms and yes, Jeff. The Lord does. The Lord does whatever pleases. He pleases. What does that mean? Like you can't, there are things you can't change. Even if you insist there, they are predestined by God, right? So that's a sovereign will of God. That's the major will 
that maybe we get sometimes things happen to us and then you're like why why is it happening to me you know those things you tell god it shouldn't be happening why me you get but now we fail to understand you could be walking in the will of god doing everything right but there's a sovereign will which cannot be changed right so you could be walking in the will of god but now he had predestined you have to go through that trouble regardless and that's why you feel god doesn't love you but that's why now you come to the verse you remember oh this guy does what pleases him whether it displeases you or or not so we agree on that right so that's the sovereign will of god so now today I wanted us to come home and very personal in our lives i've asked you the things you do you you maybe you can write down what you're currently doing that thing you've said you're currently doing then i'll ask you do you think that's the will of god in whatever you're doing now jeff you've shaken your head no uh-huh peter yeah it is who is not sure whether it's the will of god whatever you're doing now Maggie, your name please? Maureen. Uh-huh. So most of us would we are there there. Okay. So let me teach you a few things, key pointers in knowing God's will. So you can write keys to knowing God's will. So there are so many verses, there are so many preachings you've been told oh, how to know God's will, read the Bible, all those things, right? That's the the major thing we are told. If you want to know God's will, know his word then you'll know his will is there. And that's why now you find poor Christians because they only know the word is God's will. So they operate in regards to what the Bible says, okay? So the first first point is developing an intimate relationship with God. So you can write this. We get too comfortable with the knowledge of God, but we are not even close to him. Or you can write we are too familiar with God's word but even not close to him. Can that happen? Can you can you come can you be too familiar with God with the with the Bible and not know God? Huh? How many of us are there? We know <laughs> we know the Bible you can quote but when someone asks you how close are you to God? How intimate are you to God? What will be your answer? It's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. So I realize most of the time we, we God won't reveal his will for us if you're not even you cannot be quoting the Bible and you're not even close to. It's like saying, eh, Pasi, Pasi wears specs or Pasi does this, right? But when it comes to the deeper things and then I claim I know Pasi, do I really know him? I don't. So the same thing I feel we do with God. We'll go to church, we will read the verses, right? People will know, hey, you, you're very good in word. Come on when you're machine. So I'll ask this team, how close are they to God? <laughs> yes. No, see, personal. Mijuni live example. Team leader, who's the team leader? <laughs> okay. Anyway, guys, we know God, but we are not close to him. We agree. So the fact that you know God and you're not close to him is why you find yourself doing the wrong things and asking him to show you his will. But how can you show someone in Eldoret 
the way to quick mat lovington let's say someone tells you they stay in eldoret so you tell them uh, they need you need to show them where quick mat lovington is how do you show them <laughs> assuming there are no even maps won't work right let's agree Someone in Eldoret aki search Lovington, quick mat Lovington, atapata. So what will it show kwa map? Uh, right? So do you agree then that's how a relationship with God is? We know that person in Eldoret, but now bringing them close, being close to them is a journey, right? So that's the first key to knowing God's will. Developing an intimate relationship with with God being vulnerable. I find sometimes being vulnerable with God is saying the silliest of things. Have you ever found yourself talking to God in the silliest of things? Like, what is the silliest thing you tell God? Silliest. Silly. Yeah, silly. What's the silliest thing you found yourself praying to God? Yes? So there's this one time. Uh -huh. uh, I was praying and then I was like, God. So you can imagine me passing next to her and I'm be anaskia kiomba ivo. You know I'll be like, Ay, is she okay? Okay, uh huh. What other silly thing have you you thought it was silly praying to God about? Okay, I found myself praying. Okay, uh huh. Sorry. Uh huh. To talk to you in high school, to Rudy, <laughs> something personal to you. May I have once prayed to God and told that not in a bad way. You see how we are small people who can get matter to, and you don't want someone who's huge to come and see it. Me, I found myself telling God, Please ask Kayapa because Utafinua. And, and trust me, maybe it looks very silly, but I really meant it because you can make the whole journey to town. You get so I feel we treated God in such a the same way I tell my boyfriend or my girlfriend, this is how I feel. If you have that relationship with God, then it stops being you know God, it becomes your you have an intimate relationship with God, right? So the second point is surrender your will to God. So this is where we fight. Most of the time, we want to do our will first and then God's will, right? This is where we say you have a plan B. You pray to God, oh God, give me this, but at the back of your mind, you know there is a plan B in case this doesn't work. So it means you're putting God's trust under, yes, 50-50. Have you ever found yourself doing that? Yeah. Praying to God, but you still have a plan B. Exactly. Right? And then when it doesn't work, what do you say? God didn't hear my? Yes. So that's where we say, you can write, before God shows you his will, you must be committed to what he has already commanded you to do. So this is where we fail. Before God shows you his will, you must be committed to what he's asked you to do. Then maybe you can write, God may be slower to show you his will 
if he knows you most likely not do it soon. God may be slower to show you his will if he likely knows you won't do it soon. So how many of us think they've been through that? Or they've gone, like there are things you know you have delayed or if God showed you earlier you would have refused, right? Is it true? Yeah. Brian, give us an example. Um, so, so like when I was I'm the one who's running at the moment. You can hear him. 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 You can so district, we don't run by one study and we do. So we make one keep it off. So we don't make as many things. We don't have to worry about big games. We don't have to worry about anything. So right now you're doing it. Right now doing it. Nice. Nice. Okay. So do you think it was God's will for you to have started it earlier? Yeah. Can you think like that? But when you checked at Brayo, like, eh, It's the same way a boss will check at how experienced you are. That's how God works with us. If he really knows you're likely to... You're likely to say no to the plan. God will be slower. And that's why sometimes I also ask God, God, at this age, am I was I supposed to be here when you were writing? You know, does where I am now vary in God's book? Have you ever asked yourself that? So all I'm asking, have you guys ever thought, right now, if you were to compare with God's book and where you are now, do you think they would match? Huh? Of course not, right? So that means maybe there are things you were supposed to do, but God has been slower to, to reveal it to us because he knows this one has a stubborn heart. What other things can God make you, can God do, can God fail to reveal his will? Maybe stubbornness. What else? Pride. Yeah? Pride. Pride, uh-huh. Entanglement. Entanglement. <laughs> Yanini Pita. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you know the example of Jesus in Mark fourteen thirty six without checking the bus? Example. Jesus, where he said, "Will your will be be done?" So, have you ever thought of this story? So, Jesus has worked. And already Jesus knew for how long he'll do ministry, right? Yes. Being the son of God, I mean. And then he really knows, okay, yes, I'm supposed to die tomorrow. But then he still comes to God, hey God, this is not what I'd want. But again, if it is in your will, let it, let it be so, right? So it shows he was willing to surrender his will. Of course, I'm sure if it were you guys, you would have wanted some more time. 
course mwonesha ni miracles uko mshine sasa after umefanya ya mungu so you use what you've been umegiftiwa to to shine right so you how many so i want you guys from today you try and surrender your will to god the things you want to do maybe you ask yourself what does god say about about this before you do something or make a decision you have that thought of okay god this is what i want to do but again may your will be that's i feel like that's one of the hardest prayers we can make because you'll find 90% of your prayers are not in god's will it's true so imagine now being surrendering everything you're doing to God. Whereby you will live a stress-free life, right? Ama Do you think you will, your life will be different? If tomorrow you're supposed to date a lady, Brayo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> So if Jesus himself was able to tell God, God, maybe I would have wanted to go on, but if again it is in your will, let it be. Who are you to tell God, this is what this is what I want. This is my way. Ebu ask your neighbor, who are you? To tell God, this is what I want. <laughs> you understand? I don't know that you understand that concept. This was God's son really asking God if it's your will may I leave everything to you and I feel maybe we live our lives like that where we don't want to give up the things we want to for the things God has planned for us right so you can write surrender equals direction meaning the, the minute you surrender your will then God's direct God directs your your path from there but you cannot go into Mombasa and God wants you to go to Kisi but you're still telling God your will be done and you're walking towards Mombasa. Is it possible? It's not, right? You have to tell God, God, and if you come to one day, now I surrender everything. And that's when now God now redirects you to where you're going, right? We agree. Number three, obey what you already know to be his will. So if you're asking God to show you his will and you haven't even tried to obey the things in the Bible or the little things he has said do you think you'll get an answer soon? Obey what you already know to be his will. What is God's will? Ile nye tunajua juju ya Bible to glorify him, what else? You see how you're saying them, huh? What else is God's will? John 5:36. someone can check Someone can read. Kuna mtu amepata? 536. But I have as my witness something greater, weightier, higher, better. Sorry, sorry, 530, sorry. I am able to do nothing from myself, mm -hmm. independently of my own accord but only as I am taught by God and as I get orders. So, Even as I hear, mm -hmm. I judge, I decide as I am bidden to decide as the voice comes to me, so I give a decision. And my judgment is right, because I do not speak. Are you a version of Ghani? 
That's a very uh, amplified or oh, okay. <laughs> let's say a simpler. Oh. Can okay. Uh -huh. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, mm -hmm. but the will of my father who said. Okay, how many of you can proclaim that statement and say you have been doing that? <laughs> how many of you can proclaim that? I can do nothing on my own authority. I judge only as God tells me so that my judgment is right. How many of us have judged today? You've judged? Not touched. Judged. How many of us have judged today? Everyone. You haven't judged today, Jeff? Subconsciously. Okay, so in short, so this is what you proclaim. God, I only judge as you tell me so that my judgment is right. Because I'm not trying to do what I want, but only what he who sent me wants. First Thessalonians 4.3. Now this is another will that before you go and tell God, hey God, what's my will? These are the things he's told us not to do. So maybe you, someone can read for us. First Thessalonians 4.3. Stop there. I will ask this. To quite honest, how many of us are already obeying that will? Whatever my verse 3 says, God wants you to be holy and completely free from sexual immorality. And our point three is obey what you already know to be his will. So I will ask, how many of us are already obeying that part of the will? Okay, how many of us have not obeyed before? Maybe up on the Tukowengi. Don't Okay, guys, me asking this is so that... So that you see, when God doesn't answer your will immediately, there are things he's checking at. Right? So before you start feeling like God doesn't love you, there are things he's already given you for you to start working on. Right? So that one, no, I've not got any answer because we know the answer. The other one, number four, each of you men should know how to live with their wives in a holy and honorable way. So are we doing that, the Christian of nowadays? Verse 4. Bible. 3.4. Any good news Bible? Each of four. Uh -huh. yeah. 
that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Each of you men should know how to live with their wives in a holy and honorable way. Okay, so my okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Ah, then that makes more higher. Uh -huh. Read verse 5. Not, not in the passion of lust like the hidden who are ignorant of the true God and have knowledge of his will. So, any, no of his will. so anytime you look at someone in a lustful Yorahu, a heathen. Verse 6. That no man transgress and overreach his brother and defraud him in this matter, but defraud his brother in business. For the Lord is an avenger in all these things, having have already warned you solemnly and told you plainly. Okay. So guys, those are just a few of the will God made to Bible, right? So out of maybe five, are we practicing them? Are we already obeying them? <laughs> eh? Out of five? Eh? Out of five, okay, out of that, out of those few, yes. Are we fully into them, obeying? We are not, right? Eh? Pardon? It's a journey. Okay. 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 Mm. Okay. Okay. But you all agree, maybe some of us didn't know this verse, right? About God's will of our lives, right? Right? Okay, you all knew. So, verse 3, when... So then that question will be, when the point is, obey what you already know to be his will. Then the question will be, do I know what God's will is? Maybe those are the things you need to ask yourself. Before going to tell God, God, and show me your will over my life. Then he will ask you, do you already know what my will is? Number four, <laughs> seek godly input. That is in Proverbs 11, 4. Seek godly input. I will ask you guys a question. When you're confused about what God wants, have you ever found yourself not sure what God wants over your life, right? Who did you go and ask counsel from? Pastor. Okay, there is a pastor. But who do we go to most of the time? Friends, right? So are they godly friends that you go to? Brian is shaking his head, no? Huh? Okay, do we have godly friends? Yes. How do you know your friend is godly? They know the Bible. They know the Bible, okay. <laughs> How do you know you have godly? Okay, do you, do you have a godly friend? Okay, let me bring the point closer to home. Do you have friends you can go to and ask them about the matters of God over your life? And actually, they pray and they guide and walk you through them. Yes, pastor. Eh? Not pastor, exclude pastors. Pastor can be afraid. <laughs> so we, we all have, right? 
Okay, so this step, maybe you will ask, what does me going to someone else relate to godly? You know, how is it related to my will? So sometimes God places people in your life as a passage to you, to his will. So most of the time, we see the godly people in our lives as, let me go and talk to these other guys who know the world more, you know. So that's where then you miss your, your message from, from God. Because someone in the world won't be, is not even keen on the four points, right? They don't have an intimate relationship with God. They only know God, right? They don't know how to surrender their, their wants or everything. So you imagine seeking godly input from them. Is there anything, any input you'll get? You will just... So that's where maybe you're supposed to check your circle of friends. Are these friends in line to God's will over my life? And trust me, when you start doing that, when you start doing that, you will do a lot of, what is it called? Cutting off. You see how people write New Year's solution, cutting off friends. And then you wonder, how are you cutting them off? You don't even know the kind of friends you, you have. You haven't assessed them. So maybe this is also a way where God, someone can read Proverbs 11 for if someone has opened. Yes, Peter. I'm saying thank you. Next <laughs> one. Proverbs 11:4. Yes. Um, message. I think a thick bankroll is no help when life falls apart, but a principle life can stand up to the worst. Uh, where? Okay, Proverbs 11:14. I would try 14. Yeah. Where there is no Guidance. The mm. people fall and go off course like a sheep without a help. A but sheep without a hem. But in the in the abundance of wise and godly counselors, mm -hmm. there is victory. There is victory. So for you to be victorious, you need to check who you're seeking guidance from. If you're seeking guidance from EVV people, you will get an EVV kind of victory, right? So if you have godly people who are real godly people, because even here you would say we are godly, but in real sense we are not, right? Most of the time we are not. So imagine having a circle of someone like you. <laughs> where are you actually going in your life, right? That's where now God can't speak to your life. Because now you need to, he needs to do some pruning. You've heard that verse where God prunes. Okay. Number five. Pay attention to how God has wired you. Pay attention to how God has wired you for you to be able to know his, his will. So I don't know that you guys are noting something. You cannot be able to surrender his will, your will to him, if you don't have a relationship with, with God. You will not be able to do what his will says if you don't surrender your things to him, right? You won't be able to pay attention to how God has wired you if you don't already know God, right? You don't already surrender everything to him. So in this bit, this is where now I'll ask you guys, where I asked you what you're currently doing now, and maybe some of us felt confused or maybe you found yourself there, right? <coughs> so this is how God works. Then you'll ask yourself, how, have, how am I wired? By wired, what is, does a house work? Can a house stand without wiring? Maybe the architect in the building. What is wiring? Yanyumba? 
steam <laughs> steamer <laughs> what is wearing in a house <laughs> what is wearing in a house okay um, it's, it's basically the way that you connect electricity to your house from the means to every appliance in the house. Mm -hmm. So a house can stand without wiring, mm -hmm. but it may not function as it should. Okay. So can can a house be wired and not have electricity? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Nataka, you, you get that bit of if wiring is done the wrong way, you won't have electricity, right? If you think you've done wiring the right way and you have no electricity, what do you do? You you go, you go back, right? So maybe most that's where we are in life. We may think we are maybe we've been wired in this way, but you've not been keen enough to check how has God really wired you. And this wiring you can write is in terms of gifts gifts, abilities and talents. So most of the time God's will is in line with your gifts, abilities and talents. I don't know that you agree with that. Proverbs 18.6. Someone read for us. Proverbs 18.6. Proverbs 18.16. Someone read for us. Because this is where I want us to focus on. the way for the giver and ushers him into the presence of the great. Mm -hmm. Someone else? Another version? Proverbs 18, 16? Giving a <laughs> Okay. Giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important Okay. Uh-huh. There's a verse I'm looking Vivian. for. Vivian? I'm reading this. Uh-huh. man Okay. Have you ever heard that verse? Yes. A man's gifts makes room for you, for him, and brings... So maybe most of the time we are poor simply because we are not utilizing what this verse has said. You're in the wrong career because even the gift is not in that career and you can't find fruits in that. There are things you think you're supposed to be doing, but God has not wired you for them, and you're struggling and struggling. You can't even be successful simply because you've not utilized the gifts. I think this is something I've also been asking God. What do you want me to do? Because me, I'm a jack of all trades. I'll sell shoes today, tomorrow, food, bags, evil. So then, when God, now you sit down and ask God, God, is my gift selling bags, shoes, and all that? <laughs> to be honest, is that a gift? Is selling a gift? It's a gift. Okay, can we can we can, okay? Can we say God in His book? Well, like, we are to we are to bags and we successful. Yes. Do you he think? The president choose. <laughs> All the presidents. Uh -huh, David is saying convincing. So that means anyone can sell, but there is that special thing you can do without sweating. 
that's how you identify your gift and that's how it makes room for you for Pasi, he can preach very easily right you won't have to sweat so even if there's an opportunity for someone at state house a pastor or that how does his gift make room for him yeah. you've seen this guy who takes photographs for uhuru amechukwaya ruto did you read about his story so there is one for Uhuru. So this guy, I don't know, he's called? Yes, that's his, he was gifted in photography to a point where his own gift is making room for him to only take who? Presidents. So is he paid a hundred thousand? No. Do you think he's paid a hundred thousand? Okay, Kenya, maybe I need a finiliwa. But do you think... His gift is making him little money. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I don't want us from today we start saying we don't know what God's will is in our lives. The fact that you've had a relationship with him, you surrendered everything to him, then now you come back to where he says, however I have wired you, this is how successful so most of the time we are blocking our own success by not utilizing the gifts we have and that's why you go to heaven and God said you are wired for this this would have made you a successful person and that's why most of the time maybe the, where we are now that's why we said it won't, it won't match with God's because there are things we have shelved and that's where the anointing was right David what was David's gift he could sing. How many psalms are we celebrating of him? When you feel like crying, when you feel like Thanksgiving prayer, where do you go? The book of psalms, right? So I want you to identify your gifts. Just write them down. The abilities you have. Something that makes you different. Because that's where your success is. That's where the will of God is. I don't know that it's making sense. It is. You'd think you're a good marketer for Peter, but Peter has a gift in preaching maybe <laughs> but maybe when he goes to preach no one will listen they'll all laugh <laughs> so maybe they how are you wired then now just answer just write whatever you think god has gifted you because now i want us to move in a very different way those things of telling god god how show me your will he already says your will is in how I've wired you. There's a will of the Bible and there's a will of being successful. And that's where he focuses on the gifts. Right? So you've written them down. So maybe for Yvonne, she wants to go do psychology. And maybe she doesn't even know what her gift is. So Yvonne will go and try and read psychology. She cannot even read your mind or try and... I don't know what you get. So you can write, we mostly try to figure out what God wants us to do, but he has already wired us to do it. We mostly try to figure out what God wants us to do, but he has already wired us to, to do it. How many of you feel like you've been doing this for the longest time? Trying to figure out, hey God, how many of us have tried to figure this out? Yes? Vivian, Vivian. Okay, I couldn't have figured out. Have you found yourself in this dilemma? 
where all the time God show me what you want me to do God show me what you want me to do I don't know whether I'm in the right car all those things so you go back home and check how you've been wired you've written down yeah. all these gifts you have so that's where your success lies and it doesn't mean you can't be gifted differently because again there is grace <clears throat> maybe that's what I'll teach after there is grace you could it's, you don't have you can be wired differently and you don't know God but you'll still be successful right there are people who don't know God but they are still successful it's true but for you as a Christian so that we have less poor Christians please don't say oh Christians ni kuomba na kufanya kazi at God's will we pray and fast yet we already have something to to make us win so the second last one is listen to God's spirit this is where we becomes a bit hard because now you'll be like how do I know God's spirit how do I know when it speaks is it a he how many of us have ever had God's spirit Kuskia. how many of you have ever heard or listened to God's spirit you have how this is in okay so give us one form he spoke to you through dreams he spoke to you through dreams okay what did you do after he spoke huh? <laughs> he gave you your future or oh, so you actually saw your future through a dream yeah. are you living the future yeah. is that a, a sure yeah yes, yes. Yeah. okay who else sasa njoni watemtanyamaza mjapeo ya future <laughs> Brian amo kumenua uh through conversation in your mind okay so write this listening to god's spirit requires you to shut up in your prayer time okay you metokea vibaya but it's it requires you to shut up in your prayer time because most of our prayers are monologue you go god and you're done and you leave the room and you say i leave it all to to god that's what we do right but rarely do we do we sit down and pray and actually tell god now god i've told you what's in my heart now tell me what's in your heart of course you'll be depressed because you will wait to hear the first time you try you say you haven't heard anything or you start thinking and think those thoughts it's god have you ever tried that even meditating then <laughs> then you sleep so anyway guys what i want us to try doing from today is let's try and shut up in our prayer time and by shutting up means meditate on the question when listening to the answer meditating on the question when listening to the answer you've told god why is this happening in my life god i need this you've already put a case towards god right so what you now do is keep quiet and listen to the answer that he he wants to give. But most of the time we miss these answers, right? If it's a monologue, what's a monologue? One it's only one person speaking, and that's what happens to our lives. It's with God, especially prayers. 
And that's why we will miss, we will miss whatever his will is for us, simply because we didn't take 10 minutes to just keep quiet and want to know God's. Maybe Pasi will teach us about actually hearing, because I know this is a very different topic. Someone will say the wind passed and I felt it happens. Huh? Does it happen? It happens. Have you ever felt a hug from God? Yeah. Have you ever told God give me a hug and he actually gave you? May I have. Anyone else? Okay, see at here an actual hug. But you will feel a, you'll feel just warmth or just something. How many of us have tried those things? Not <laughs> Okay, let me tell you what happens when you shut up in your prayer time. God speaks in specificity. Specificity means specific. So the more you work with God, the more he speaks to you in specific details. A good example is Noah. Noah was told what boat to make, the material to use, the length to use, how many people. Have you ever read that? Okay. <laughs> He was actually told, so if Noah had a hard heart, without even having a relationship with God, do you think he would have survived the ark? In the sink, right? But now the fact that he was close to God and had a relationship, he was able to know this is what God is saying. This material, okay. This, this height, okay. So that's how close you become with God and he speaks in specificity. And that's where now you will know your will very easily. Right? Okay? Your number? Six. The last one is uh, listen to your heart or spirit. Again, this is something similar because it says God will shape your desires to what he has called you to do. Have you ever heard when people say, Emi naskiatu kufanya hivi? Even God can tell me. I'm sure we judge those kind of people. We do. Yes. Yvonne has, has judged. So God gives the want to. Maybe you can put in, uh, what are these called? Quotation. God gives us the want to. Then you put them into this. What are they called? Quotations. Okay. <laughs> so God will shape your desires to what he has called you to do. So anything God has called you to do, there is a way your heart will be in line with his will. So God gives the want to. Sometimes you'll feel you want to do something. That's why now you ask, is this something God related? Can God be involved in this? And that's how you start working with God. A bonus one is check on the circumstances in your life. There are doors God has closed and there are doors God has opened. But most of the time we focus on the, on the closed doors. What is NFL? National Football League. Someone who's the biggest pounds. How, how much, who is the heaviest person you've seen? Of course, not in Kenya. Who is that? Heaviest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or an obese person. Oh. Follow on YouTube. Huh? 
yes so this in short these circumstances in your life it means someone who's 2400 maybe pounds is not suited for nfl simply because can even in one go arusha ball to be honest kama mgu nyama mgu imejaa nyama not in a bad way but if the leg is heavy they won't be able to so they won't be signed into a the NFA team right someone who's let's say which other qualifications do people check in check a lot major major things hmm? speed Okay, Peter, where has drugs come? Okay, okay. All I was asking, what things can you can you not sign a contract because of your circumstance? Height, like what height? Uh huh. Okay, so are you trying to say maybe for short people, maybe maybe God has designed maybe who's a sh not in a bad way? Like, let's give an example of Selifa. <laughs> yes, if Selifa wanted to really be an NY, I'm an KDF, and maybe it was in God's will. But now there are qualifications. Do we now say then God's will has not happened? End this class. Guys, I think that's the end of our class because. <laughs> Anyway, for that for that point, it means sometimes you'll be in circumstances where God has tailored you for those for that circumstance for you to achieve something in that. Mm. I don't know that it makes sense, right? We agree. So check in your circumstances, how you are, who you relate to, where you find yourself in, and ask God, God, I'm here because of this and this. I would want to know why I'm here. Help me through this, okay? Can you talk about NB? NB. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you can write, God, no one can guide you like God can. So if you have not understood anything, remember this. No one can guide you like God can. Then you can also write, Everything we do has an effect on our blessings. Everything we do has an effect on our blessings. And this one, our failure to do God's will has no negative effect on God accomplishing his own predestined will. Our failure to do God's will has no negative effect on the sovereign will of God. I don't know that it makes sense now. Doesn't okay. Before you came, you were discussing the sovereign will Psalms 135, verse 6, where it says, God does what He pleases. So, then, this we are saying our failure to not obey the Bible 
has no negative effect on what God has said will happen regardless. Now it makes sense. Okay, the last one is God can interrupt you at any step. You see all those keys we've given, all those steps, because I know now you will ask, hey, there are people who are wealthy, there are people who know their will, yet they don't know God, right? So it shows God is also gracious enough for him to direct you regardless of where you have failed. When you find yourself in the wrong career, God is gracious enough to but better things after. <clears throat> so even though you don't do all these things, God still shows up. That's how gracious God is. I believe we agree that, right? Yes. So for the people who said what they are doing, do you feel it is in the will of God, whatever you're doing? If now we link it to your gifts and talents. David? Yes. Uh-huh. Brian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeff? No. What do you think is your... What is your talent? I'm good at drawing. Drawing. But what do you not, not saying it's bad, but we are trying to help each other, right? But maybe Jeff is meant to progress more. That drawing is a gift that makes, will make way for, for him. So maybe Jeff is meant to be successful at 28. But the minute he stays unfocused or maybe in that, into the industry, will he be at, a, at that your one million maybe by 28 if he continues in that? What do you think? What do you think? Let's say God's <laughs> Jeff's will, God's will in Jeff's life, I mean, pay a gift, the talent. And God has said, whatever you have makes room for you. So then Jeff doesn't know. If Jeff didn't know that, and he's in the Ndudi industry for the longest time, and maybe was meant to be successful in the next three years, will he still be successful? Because he can't do a little He can? A little more than Yes. Okay, the in that financial domain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. According to their abilities. Yeah, so that's where the abilities come in. So make sure whatever you're doing, so that you don't tell God, oh, you're not showing me what I should do in life. Yeah, it has already created you in, he has wired you for it. Right? So that we stop being poor Christians. And that's why you see when people who don't believe God, they're successful. They know where their abilities are and they go for it regardless. Right? So I hope you have been blessed. I hope we will start walking this journey with God. A question? Or you are stretching? Okay. In human ability, can they stop God's, uh, God's work? Human ability. Human ability. 
Yeah. Oh, inhuman. Inhuman. Like which one now? Which which one? Human ability. <laughs> Elaborate. Give <laughs> 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 an example. Yeah. Asking whether if God has a plan for my life, mm -hmm. can me yes. make that plan not work? Yes. 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 That was his question. Yeah. Yes, maybe that's where we are now because even some of us are confused about our gifts. <laughs> so we've already stopped our blessings from happening. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's why I'm telling you, you just need to, these are not the steps you should follow in any order, but just knowing you know God, you surrender everything to him, and you're willing to listen to what he'll show you. I don't think God can lie when he says, whatever you ask, I shall give. And that he'll show you, the spirit will show you what all your treasures in heaven. I feel those are the verses maybe we read and you're like, I don't want treasure in heaven. But I feel for maybe people who have worked with God, they don't struggle. This is where God can actually tell you, go <coughs> sign this deal. You've had people being told by God, go to this office and they get the job. Does it mean they are more holy? No. Does it mean even some of them know God? No. They don't, right? But now picture you who knows God, how much more God can do for you. Understood? So, yes. Of lying. <laughs> can Satan give you a gift? Can Satan use the gift God has given you to operate, uh, to, to stop. The work of the Satan is to stop you from actualizing that gift. Yeah, yeah. So he has no gifts. Because so no yes. yes. the minute he was in heaven, all his powers were. Exactly. <laughs> the minute he was, he was, Alfkuzwa heaven, he was thrown. He was a little powers. Mamlaka. Uh huh. Okay, you want to. <laughs> okay, according to my studies, okay. I realized that he was not Abuna Okay, that means that means he came to the earth. The Bible says that war and those to the earth, that he has made himself a god. Okay. He has made himself a god. That means he has manipulated each and every system of the earth with his power. He has, but he has no full control of it like God's. Yeah. Does Jesus have power? Yeah, Jesus has power. Yeah. Who is more powerful? Okay, so I hope. The danger here is to exalt Satan's power and not the power of Jesus. Whether Satan came with power or not. What I know, when I have Jesus, Satan is powerless. Okay, guys. So, I pray you walk in the will of God. Amen. If you haven't been walking, I pray you start. God is a God of chances. I pray you stop, you shut up in prayer. It's also something I'm learning, and I tried to shut up and I slept. And I thought I missed God's message, but maybe he didn't even talk because he looked at me, I'm like, umelala. Okay, try again next time. You get So I hope we continue having that relationship with God. Not just knowing God, but letting him be close to you. As James 4, 6 says, draw near to me 
and I'll draw near to you. So let's pray. Uh, Father and our God, here we are before you. We thank you for speaking to us through scripture, Lord. We thank you for reminding us that you're still willing to work with us, God. We thank you for being faithful, Lord, even when we stray. Father, you're still faithful and gracious to work with us, Lord. I pray for those of us who are confused in our will, in our lives, in our careers, Lord. I pray that from this moment we surrender everything we want to do to you. And Lord, you will reveal the directions that you want us to go to God. For your word has said, our gifts will make room for us, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we will start walking, utilizing every talent and gift you've given us, Lord. And I pray for everyone who came here, Lord. I pray that you will bless them. And I pray that your word will change them, Lord. For there is no use in hearing your word and not doing it, Lord Jehovah God. Thank you, Jesus, for the time you've given us. And as we go home, may you go with us and allow us to meet next Friday. This we pray, trusting and believing in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Wow, thank you, friend. Yeah, good. Yeah, appreciate it. It's life.